Hi, I'm John. And I'm Dorila. And welcome to the Unveil Marriage Podcast. Today, we continue our series on how to invest in your marriage with our fifth episode. And today's topic is being intentional. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. We really appreciate it. We hope everyone's had a good couple of weeks. I know for Dorila and I, there's a lot going on <laughs> yes. for us currently as a family, and we hope all is well with yours. There's only a couple of months for Christmas, so. I know. <laughs> Here we go. It's it's crazy. Our daughter said, Dad, do you know there's only about 20 weeks to Christmas? I was, oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I was taken back a little <laughs> bit by that. So today is another important topic to talk about in marriage, and it's about being intentional. So what I did, Dorila, was I looked up the word intentional first in, in the dictionary. And in the dictionary, do people have dictionaries anymore? <laughs> I Googled it is what I did. <laughs> and uh, it said done on purpose or being deliberate. And we came across this quote by a woman named Mary Cipriani, who's a licensed marriage and family therapist. And she said, what is an intentional marriage? An intentional marriage is one where the spouses are conscious and deliberately decide to build and maintain a sense of connection with each other. Mm, and I know that's we, powerful. Yeah, very, very powerful. And it really describes what being intentional in a marriage is all about. Yeah. And anything in life you want to accomplish, you have to be intentional. You know, John and I have been through a lot throughout the years. And we know we wouldn't be where we are today without being intentional. You know, whatever area we were looking to improve, we did seek God's help, either through his word, reading his scripture, you know, books that we read on marriage, even stuff that I personally read on being a wife, whatever it was that I felt that I needed, you know, we needed help in or me personally, I needed help in. But we also put into practice what the Lord was leading us to do in our marriage. Right. And it's not an easy thing to do, especially in, in today's world where it's so focused on me instead of we. Right. And there was a scripture that we've hung on to for a long time. It's James one twenty two, uh, in the NLT version. It says, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. And that's the truth. Yes, it is. I mean, you can gather all the information you want in an area to help you, but unless you put it into practice, be intentional yeah. with it, it's not going to change. Right. And we know that being intentional isn't easy, as John said, and it does come with struggles. So how to be intentional in marriage, Dorila? Yes. So we're going to start off with how we connect daily with each other. So on a regular basis throughout the day, we're always communicating. And this is not something that had started five years ago, seven years ago. This is many, yeah. many, many Yes. So now a lot of it is texting. You know, I love to just drop her a text and I could be in Chicago. I could be in Arizona. I could be in Florida. Uh, I could be in my home office. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll text her a little something. I'll text her little, uh, little something, something to kind of a little wink here and there. Um, maybe I come across something or really it's might just be thinking of you, babe. Yeah, something as simple. As you're that. very, you're actually very good at that. You're very relational. It's something that does come easy to you. So Thank you'll you, text me, and 
you'll call me even if you you have to run out. You'll say, hey, I'm on my way. You know, do you need anything? Mm-hmm. And you're always in, in contact. So we definitely sure. want to encourage encourage you to do something similar. Maybe you like to do something a little different. We know some people that enjoy that Marco Polo app where you take a quick video and audio of, hey, baby, you know, thinking of you, whatever. Um, we know one couple that they, the husband calls her every morning at 10 a.m. while he's at work. That's their thing. So we want to encourage you, come up come up with something for, for yourself and how you connect daily. And you also want to make time for each other. And that's another thing that Dory and I uh, have been intentional about. And it would be about sharing our day, my day with her, her sharing her day with me. Yeah. It's Again, not- it, it's it's always been easy for you. I mean, if anything goes on at work, you'll come <laughs> out and you'll discuss things. With what are you me. trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, I I enjoy that. I mean, I I, right. I um learn to listen, and I really know a lot about your work and just the things that do go on. So it's important that you. Like John said, make time for each other. It really does help you to connect at a deeper level. Very important. I mean, maybe it's not about the work day, but maybe there's something important that you need to talk about as a couple. Yeah, and I, I told him that I, I'm home with the with the kids. So I mean, a lot of stuff goes on with you when you have a you have children. And I told him, usually I'll I'll come to you for the important stuff, the things that you need to know. Other other than that, you know, a lot of things do happen. I didn't like that at first. <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand why. But I remember her commenting to me saying, listen, there's a lot that goes on. Yeah. You're very busy. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I got it covered. And if I need you or I need to fill you in on something, I'll let you know. So, my, of course, my first thought was, oh, what am I, a need-to-know basis dad, you know? <laughs> But that's not how she meant it. No. If anything, she was she was looking out, really. Yeah. So I was grateful for it. It's definitely because we're very, very busy. Mm-hmm. And it is a lot to fill in of a day of each child. Mm-hmm. You know, everything that's going on. But right. we, we've learned to talk about the important things. Right. To this day. Yeah. To this day. So you always want to be communicating. You mm-hmm. always want to make time for each other. And you want to do things together. Yeah. And we all have different things that we enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. For us, there's been a lot of things. It could be from cleaning up together. I know that's maybe not the the funnest thing maybe to <laughs> to think about, but we're we're together. Uh, when the kids were growing up, we would do that together, and I would end up ultimately praying over the kids as they. Yeah, I would, would give them a bath and you know? do take care of all of that, and then when it was time to go to bed, Dad would take over right. with that. And so. we would always, if it was watching a movie, watching mm-hmm. a TV show, or even watching like a ball game or something. Uh, <laughs> or a hockey game, whatever. I mean, we are, we're always together. Yeah. So I can remember watching games. We were never apart. No, never. no. You would watch a game if I wasn't really, I'm not interested in any other sport except for hockey. Right. And you would watch your games and I'd be bought with him either on the bed, reading a book or on mm-hmm. the couch, reading a book. And the only times, you know, the we only were times you weren't, together. yeah, the only times you weren't with me is maybe you weren't feeling well. Yeah, or I went to bed early. You went to bed I was early. Very tired and stuff like that. Especially now, like with football. I mean, the, if the Giants are on Sunday night or Monday night football, even Thursday night football, I'm not going to bed before eleven thirty. <laughs> and and hopefully, I'm going in there walking in a way where she knows that 
the Giants won. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I remember when he would used to watch games and just by how he walked up the stairs, I knew whether his team won or lost. That's crazy. <laughs> talk about knowing your spouse. Yeah. So another funny thing we talk about doing things together was we would come home from church and we would be doing all kinds of things, whatever. And I'd be like, babe, I want to go get changed. You want to come with me? I want to go get, I want to go get dressed. I want to go get changed. And the kids be like, oh, babe, come with me. I want to go get changed. Because I wanted her to be with me. <laughs> yeah, the kids the kids would tease dad for sure with that. Yeah. But it's true. John John really liked just the companionship and the relationship was very important to him. Not that it wasn't important to me, but he he definitely made a point of of doing those things. And it was a good example for me yeah. just to have that established. So doing things together is really important, whatever it is. You just do them together, and and you know it's a definitely a time of connecting. It is, and and we strongly encourage you to pray together. Yeah, it could be in the morning, it could be the afternoon, uh, it could be at night. I mean, we pray every night before we go to sleep, and that that's something that uh, has been a part of our ritual, so to speak, for a long, long time. Yeah, and even if during the day, like, or or if he's. Uh, has a meeting or something's going on with him, he'll even slip me a text and say, Hey babe, do you mind praying for me? You know, this so-and-so is happening. And, yeah. you know, even for myself, I'll, I'll text him and say, Hey, this is going on. Can you be just be praying for now? Or, you know, I'm not feeling so great. Can you be praying for me? So yeah. we'll, we'll text even stuff like that. Too. And when you pray for someone, especially your spouse on a regular basis, you know, there's a deeper connection. That's great. Oh yeah, there is. Now, the next topic we're going to talk about is resolve, how to be intentional in resolving issues in your marriage, you know, like issues that need to be addressed. It's important that you just don't ignore it. Or Why not? Why can't we just ignore it? They'll only get worse, hon. I mean, they'll <laughs> get worse, John. Sorry, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to just bring a little light to it, but it is a critically important topic for sure. Yeah. You do have to talk through the issue and develop a plan, you know, what is the issue that's going on between you and how to work through it? Mm -hmm. You know, that's how you come up with a plan. You see yourself as a team working together to resolve an issue. And I always would uh, say that to John, you know, before, I mean, the Lord taught me because it, it was just so difficult between John and I to really communicate as John shared in other uh, podcasts that he had, you know, anger issues and it was hard for me to come to him to talk to him. So I so the Lord taught me how to do that that when I would approach him, one of the things that I would say to him is that we're a team. I, I don't I'm not coming against you. Right. But we're a team. I don't want to stand like with my finger finger pointed towards you, but I'm looking to make you aware of something that's has come up or is affecting me or or it hurts. And I want you to make make you aware of it. Let's talk it through and, and how we can work through this. But as a team, it's not about this is all about you and right. you're the one who's causing this. Is I mean, that doesn't work well. And I, I appreciate that to this day more yeah. than ever. You know, back then, I just had a very bad habit of arguing or just standing against you. Even, even when you would say to me at first about being on team i just yeah yeah it, it was very difficult I'm grateful now grateful but now. it definitely i prayed before i approached john with situations just so the lord can give me the words 
how to say things, how to approach him, your tone. I mean, all the things we did speak about in communication, the podcast about communication. Yeah, that was a good one was really the things that the Lord has taught me to apply in a situation like that. And little by little, John understood that, no, she's not coming against me. We are working as a team to resolve this issue. And, you know, this is where being intentional is most important because you don't want these issues to just go ignored, being ignored, because they're only, they'll only grow yeah. They only get worse. Mm-hmm. And you have to truly guard your heart against unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, you know, all these things that do pop up in your heart when you don't address an issue. The good thing is we learn how to talk through things. We learn to communicate what exactly is going on, how we feel about it, how to work through it. And it only comes from being intentional. And another big piece of that to in resolving issues is you don't give up. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what, you address it and you don't give up working on it. Can I, can I just say, babe, I, I love that because you have to fight for your marriage. Yeah. You know, 34 years, you know, we're not this newlywed couple. You have to fight for your marriage. I mean, do you want to live together in a way where you've got that closeness, that oneness, that you're supposed to have as a married couple. I I know I want that. I know Dorila wants that. But not every couple thinks from that perspective. And we just want to encourage you. Think about it that way. Don't ever give up. Don't just be sad. Well, you know, she's always going to be like that. He's always going to be like that. No, don't don't think in that mindset. Like, Like Mahani said, come together, make a plan, be honest with each other, and be intentional. Yeah, it is important that you don't give up because mm-hmm. this is the only way that change does happen is through exactly. just not giving up, working at it, and really communicating with what's going on and being able to care enough for each other that you care about what the other spouse does feel mm-hmm. and you want to work as a team to resolve the issue and being intentional in resolving it. Right, right. And and if you want change, That's when it's going to happen. Yeah. So next we're going to talk about growth. Growth is the result of the the two prior areas we just spoke about, connecting daily and resolving issues. And what we want to encourage you is to to do things together, do fun things together. For us, when we do fun things together, it enhances our closeness. Maybe for you, maybe it's hiking. Maybe for some couples, their date night is just a, a priority for them do it. If that's what you both love to do and spending that time together. Geez, I remember years ago, our big date night, cause we had no money and it was terrible. You know <laughs> we what I'm saying? We had no sitter. <laughs> we had, I mean, it was even with no babysitter. Once in a while, if we had a family member watch our son, we'd go to Burger King and like share a chicken sandwich. And we shared that in a previous yeah, podcast. Yeah. But, I mean, what you, you do you. Yeah, you you could be creative on this. I mean, even our date night, we just make sure we always put the kid to, kids to bed at at a certain time, and we we just watch a movie together, or just spend time together. Yeah, yeah, you know. So yeah, whatever. We even play cards. Remember, we play cards yeah. once mm-hmm. in a while. Seven card rummy. Yeah, is what. It was. <laughs> but we we would never be separated. Yeah, and just like we shared previously, I mean, I'd be watching the giant game. She's not a football person. Uh, but she's become a hockey person. She would sit there with her book while I would just watch the game. 
Yeah, and huh. there was even times, I'm sorry, hon. There was even times that, you know, when hockey season came, we not only watched the hockey game together, but, but we did watch it as a family. That was something we did awesome. as a family. We all we all are big hockey fans. Yeah, awesome. That was awesome. Maybe it's an overnight getaway. Maybe you want to go somewhere to some sort of, uh, you know, Airbnb or some kind of bed and breakfast and, and just have a nice little night away. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's to join a marriage group at your church. If your yeah. church has a small group like that, I tell you, when you start connecting with like-minded people yeah. and you start feeling encouraged by things that they're saying, maybe you're saying some things that are encouraging them or you can relate at some level, not to complain, of course, but just to understand where you're at. And those can be very powerful settings. Oh, yeah. I believe we've learned a lot with marriage groups. It really helped us to be intentional about growing you know, looking Absolutely. at areas that we can improve, how to improve. So it, it marriage groups for us was was really a, a big thing that worked for us. Yeah, and there's there's also there's a lot of podcasts out there. Listen to podcasts yeah. together like Unveiled Marriage, <laughs> like you are now. Hopefully you are listening with your spouse, but, you know, do that together. Maybe you find a devotional on marriage. I remember we did a, yeah. a 365 day devotional by Jimmy Evans, which yeah. is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, there in are, the morning. Yeah, in the morning. Yeah, every morning. Yeah. There are a lot of resources out yes. there. Please uh, take advantage of them. But we also understand that you know we're all at different stages of marriage right. uh, in your marriage life. So maybe finances are a challenge. Yeah. Maybe you have infant children. Maybe. You have no babysitter to go have fun. Listen, you create your fun together. Yeah. Create that time together. And as long as you're doing it together, whatever it is, whether it's sitting on a couch and watching a show, I mean, you're together. And that's what's important. And it does create, even if you don't have to watch uh, a show or a movie, you could just sit there and come up with a bunch of questions that you put in a basket and you choose one out and you start conversating about the question. Right. It's just fun things to do. Right. Make it fun. Yes. There's benefits of doing all these three, you know, connect daily, dealing with issues right away and, and which is resolving it and grow, growing together so that oneness is created it definitely creates a deeper connection between so you yes. and and your spouse. And you can't give up, you know, never give up. That's so important that you hang in there and you continue to work any, whatever comes up that you work it out. And even trying to create time together that you don't give up. You don't give up trying to connect daily. You don't give up resolving issues. You don't give up on any of that. You know, so growth can really take place. It could take time to get into that that habit forming type of thing. Yeah, um, and I do love that that scripture found in Galatians six nine, which says, "So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing mm-hmm. if we don't give up. Right? You will reap what you sow. You sow good things in your marriage. You will reap good great things, things yeah. in your marriage. Yeah. A lot of people say that." And they think you reap what you sow. They think <laughs> negative, and no, it's the opposite. The opposite as yeah, well. Yeah, it could be a good thing. Yeah. Sure. So, so when we aren't intentional as a couples and don't invest in our spouse or our marriage, you'll grow apart and become nothing more than just two people living together. And mm-hmm. we don't want that for you. We yeah. don't want that in our marriage. We don't want that for you. 
No. So remember, without being intentional, nothing changes. And for Dorila and I, we believe in you. Maybe we know you, the person that's listening to this, maybe we don't. I've been kind of blown away by uh, finding out that people from like Singapore and Kenya have listened to the podcast. And what we want to say to everyone that's listening is, we believe in you, so go be intentional. It's so important. It truly Mm. is. Yes. So thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of How to Invest in Your Marriage. And we're in the home stretch of this series. And our next topic is another critical, important one, which is going to be on healing. Yes, healing, I, I have to say this, is that healing is such an important thing if healing needs to take place in your marriage. This is the area for me where I truly came to know the Lord personally because he worked in my life in, in, in areas I didn't even realize that needed healing and his, his touch. And so looking forward to that. It'll be a good one. Yeah, looking forward to that. And um, I'm just excited about it too. Very good. Me too, baby. All right, everybody. Take care. Till next time. Thanks for listening today. And please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. We really appreciate it. And if you don't know Jesus, or maybe you're looking to make a change in your marriage, we'd love to hear from you. We can be contacted via our website, unveiledmm.com, or visit us on Instagram and Facebook at Unveiled Marriage. And remember, doing marriage God's way changes everything.